Welcome back to another episode of Sports Medicine on Tap. My name is Brandon Alai, and I'm here live with Dr. Frey sitting at Neck of the Woods Brewing Company on a very lively Tuesday night. Dr. Frey, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. It's packed in here. Uh, I was just in the OR. I got us started late. Sorry, guys. And they got a fantastic new beer on tap. The, the, the new we, we talk about like La P. It, it, tends to, it tends to be like one of the ones that comes right. up when, when we do, do talk about beer all the time. And they got this barrel-aged Mexican, and it's freaking fantastic. Things are good. Things are good. It's a little good, better right? than it was a few hours ago. Yeah, I feel you. I think the neck of the woods is so pop, populated tonight because we have our, one of our favorite guests on. Um, he brings him in. <laughs> he brings him in. He, he's so popular. He's always here, right? Um, so tonight we're going to talk about a little bit of uh, week two NFL. We have Trey Lance going down with an ankle fracture dislocation Ooh, on Sunday. So as if San Francisco didn't have enough quarterback drama this whole past, I don't know, six months or so, this just adds to the adds to the mix of how, how does Garoppolo feel, right? Like, 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 you know, and he's a good quarterback. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, I guess I get it. You know, like, this is the guy they drafted. This is the guy they, you know, this is their future. And then one game in, hey, we really need you, buddy. Yeah, now you're back. <laughs> right, right, right. That, and I think I saw a report recently. I think he's got a six million dollars or so in incentives on the table depending so on how well he does so he feels good he's hungry tell. right he's got right. a lot of things to work for sure. forward to now so dr brant welcome back thanks thanks i don't know i feel like it's like number six i don't know how many yeah, times yeah i don't think we need to introduce you to be back again yeah, yeah. yeah. always yeah. a good time if, if, if people listen to this podcast they know who you are yeah, absolutely <laughs> and you know just a quick recap of the last time we, we were last on uh probably a few weeks ago we talked about the high angle sprain when to kill harry who's still currently on the ir still recovering from that surgery that if i'm not mistaken i think we recorded the show on tuesday and i think wednesday or thursday of that week it was reported that he was getting surgery so right. we went down the great avenues of that that discussion and talked about what was non-surgical for surgical and i think we did a great job covering the surgical route which ended up unfolding before our eyes and then right. our, our episode released i think that friday so it was kind of a perfect timing of the last time we're here. Hey, and how about, um, you know, we recorded last week, TJ Watt. Yeah. Right? And uh, we're talking about, hey, well, it's, you know, it must be the muscle, can't be the tendon. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like two days later, it was Adam Schefter, I think, came out. Yep. So, someone came out, yeah, yeah, Muscle injury, not going to do surgery. That's why, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice when you nail it. <laughs> it's always good when you're, you're on the button there. Right. So just a little backstory here. Um, Trey Lance, quarterback from the San Francisco 49ers, um, this past week in the week two of the NFL. In the first quarter, second and eight play, um, it was a quarterback design run up the middle. He goes up the middle, gets kind of folded up on awkwardly with the linebacker there. His his ankle kind of went into like an external rotation position. And there's a couple videos you kind of see it was just kind of hanging off to the side there. Oh, uh, yeah, you never want to see it. And, you know, as an organization, they just committed this offseason to him. They said, you're the you're our guy goes down with that and now we're here and i think that was sunday and then it was reported monday he ended up getting um the fibula fracture fix and some ligament disruption corrected right so that's kind of where we're at now and jimmy garoppolo was given the reins of the 49ers again to yeah. see what happens from here yeah after trying to be forced out for right. weeks definitely you know, looking for a trade for him there, there was talk that he might, he might wind up in D.C. There was talk he might wind up in Philly. There was talk that yeah. he might wind up in Pittsburgh. Although I think that talk was a little bit less. But but and then it and turns out the best move San Fran could have made was the, not trade him. Yeah. Yeah. Then the best uh, sh- there was very short discussion who going to Dallas after Dak oh, Prescott. Was it really? Went there. It was very short, very short yeah. lived. But they were like, where can we unload yeah. him? Now, I mean, now, he's a tremendous backup. You know, yeah. it's like you can't get a better backup. Really, I think he's a really, good starter. You know? I mean, he was. He's he's taken him far before, but 
You know, it's like, what, what his motivation is. Himself, though, right? Like right. he gets, he does get hurt a lot. He does. Yeah. He does. But like, you know, I always think about, you know, like guys like RG3, who, yeah, he got injured, but it's like the, you have that backup behind him that, you know, they, that the team seemed to favor. And then right. it's like, you kind of just fall off. Or right. Carson Wentz. Right. You know, you, you, you look at look like an MVP, and then all of a sudden, you know, your backup takes you and wins the Super Bowl, and it's like he's never been the same since. Right. No, you know, no, and it's no. like I, I feel like quarterbacks have that fragile, you know, mindset. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta. They're like a flower. You gotta water and take care of. <laughs> that it, you know right. that if you if you look the other way, they're like I'm, I'm out. Right. You know, and it's like I wonder what how. So Garoppolo is going to come back from that. I mean, you so, can even venture to say the same similar situation of like in Green Bay, right? They drafted what's that guy's name? Oh, Jordan right. Love like two years ago, right? right. And that and was a big thing. That stung. And then yeah, and I think the Packers were on Sunday Night Football this this week, and they were saying that I think it's been since 2002 the the Green Bay Packers took a, a high caliber running back or receiver in the first round to like fill the void around Aaron Rodgers, and now he's just playing with. A lot of mix of veterans and some very young, really young rookies, and they're doing okay. I mean, they looked good on Sunday night, but sure. week one they didn't. But because yeah, Rogers, he's he's been angry since then. I mean, they said that when they made right. that pick, he poured himself a pint glass of tequila and chugged it. Yeah, no, you know, he he said that. I don't know. If he's a character man, but yeah, I used to really like that guy a lot, but he's, he's he said some. Off the wall things in He's the last year odd. or two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but he came back this week. He looked really good this week. Looked good. Yeah. Can't, can't argue with that. Right. He can play. And and sure. you know what? He was in that position, whatever it was, you know, ten years ago, right? Like when you have Favre and Favre kept doing the same thing. I'm, you know, I'm going to retire this year, and then he vacillate back and forth for you know four months, and then eventually he'd wind up coming back, and and Rogers was back on the bench, right? And then well, so he had been through that whole process himself. Yeah. He was on the other side. And interestingly, with that. Favre, did you ever see the one documentary or, or you know, uh, a video of Favre speaking about Aaron Rodgers? And he was like, I'm not, you know, it's not my job to, like, train this guy to replace me. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't friends with him. They weren't right. friendly. Interesting. And Aaron yeah. Rodgers kind of, like, you know, he's he's got that mindset, too, of, like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm the guy. Yeah. You know, why, why, why should I entertain this guy who's replacing me or, right, or right. meant to replace me? Right. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Favre yeah. was always a little cold to him. Yeah, I, I gotta tell you, I'm not a fan of that mindset. Like, yeah. like, like, you know what? Like, it may hurt sometimes a little bit, but but team first. Right? They know like it's a, business. It's, it's yeah. business. It's a business. <laughs> it's business, and unfortunately, Favre is not in the best media spotlight right now either. No, he's not. He's got some squirrely things going on with him too. I've, so. I'm too uh, out of the loop. I was not aware. Some. Uh, I think it was some allegations, allegations of some oh, welfare we fraud or something along those lines. Really? Some misusing yeah. some, uh, some state funded, fraud, yeah, yeah. Some, some Mississippi state funded stuff that was misused. Build a volleyball yeah, building complex, volleyball complex with his, where his daughter played or something. All allegedly, we don't know. Allegedly. I mean, yeah. it's just of you know, it's 2022. He's been retired for a few years, and his name pops up in the headlines. It's never kind of unfortunately never a good thing. Right. It's only good when someone passes one of his records or something like that. That's that's okay, but with this kind of stuff, it's unfortunate. Yeah. So so it would be easy for us to really just kind of ramble on for hours about oh, football, yeah. sports, oh, yeah. and whatnot. But, but what was the actual <laughs> yeah. topic? Yeah, now, now yeah, let's circle back a little bit here. Back to Trey Lance, his, his ankle, his ankle dislocation fracture here. Doctor Branton's kind of. I'll turn it to you a little bit. You know, just kind of give us your your kind of overview of the situation here. You know, it was reported that he fixed his fibula and has some ligament disruption. So kind of from that brief description what are your takes on that and kind of like 
what, what your thoughts on this injury here? Yeah, so without seeing the x-rays and knowing exactly what happened, um, fibula fracture and ligament disruption to me means, you know, the, fib the fibula was fractured, the outside bone of the ankle, the lateral bone of the ankle, which bears about 10% of the weight, not the main bone, the tibia. And the ligament disruption is most likely the syndesmosis. And, you know, the last time I was on here, we had a whole talk about the syndesmosis yep. and uh, high ankle sprains. And often when the fibula is fractured, you know, the syndesmosis is involved where you get some widening, you get some instability. Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes you can have a fibula fracture that can be treated non-operatively uh, if it's just the fibula itself. But when the syndesmosis is involved, it typically, you know, re requires surgical intervention. And, you know, it, it, it could have potentially involved another ligament, maybe as deltoid on the medial side of the ankle, but most likely, you know, it's it was fibula syndesmosis. Yep. You know, so could have been plate and screws and a and a screw across that. Could have been plate and screws and a little, you know, device a tightrope across that to kind of cinch it down, hold it right. in place. But you know, it's a it's a it's tougher when it involves a syndesmosis too, because that's a big thick ligament between the tibia and the fibula, right, which right. hold the ankle stable. So it, you, it adds did, a little bit to the timeline. Did you see the injury or no? Did you see a video of it? No, I, I saw a replay of it and it looked like he was like externally, you know, externally rotated. But right. you know, it's like we said before, and and you know, when we were talking about high ankle sprains, it's, there's always the textbook. This is how this injury right, occurs, right, right. and this is the fracture pattern that goes along with it, yeah. and this is what's disrupted. But you know, sometimes it's like when you have a, I think it was a 345 pound guy who right. fell on him. Right. If it just twists the wrong way, you don't know how that's just gonna go. And it's, it's just, it just depends on how much it's displaced and where on the fibula it fractured. You know, right. if it was fractured low, it's held pretty stable. If you had a higher fibula fracture above the level of the ankle, above the syndesmosis, it typically is gonna guarantee, you know, disruption of the syndesmosis. So yeah, it looked I, like external rotation, but right. That's what I thought, pronation or external rotation, yeah. maybe straight abduction. Like those ones tend to be a little bit worse. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like, yeah. It definitely adds a little bit to it. I mean, it's like, you know that bone's gonna take six to eight weeks to heal, heal solid. And the ligament, you know, somewhere four to six, six to eight as well. But you, you know, you combine them together and you really have to, you know, make sure both heal perfectly, you know, with good stability and, and rehab it properly. and. You know, you can't you can't stay non weight bearing for too long. You got to get them moving a little. You know, got to so, get them moving, but it's a fine line. If you're standing on the sideline when when this injury happens, and then you you had the good fortune to be sort of watching the plays that happen, and you see what happens, and you see you see Trey Lance laying there on the on the floor afterwards. You, do you know immediately what's happened? Do you, you know like are you like oh man like like oh here we go or or is there a little bit of like is there is there a little bit of a question mark as to this could be this, but it could also be that. We got to wait and see, kind of a thing. Well, I think the way he twisted, uh, the way that rotated, you 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 know there's damage. You know there's at least ligamentous damage, and, right. and maybe you know sometimes you can dislocate a joint and, and it can be popped back into place and kind of rehab that a little easier. But yeah. likely in the way he twisted, it's going to involve a fracture and, and 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 at least of the fibula and, and you know at least. You know, so it's 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 pretty much when you see it, you know that's going to be that it's going to end up. It, it looked dislocated, and there was some dislocation. Yeah, I thought right. you too. know. So when when there's that element of dislocation, it's done. It's over. It's splint. It's definite CT or MRI, whatever you're going to mm -hmm. deal with, and it's gonna it's gonna need fixed. The factor of like big names and 
kind of replaying this injury. So similar thing happened to Dak Prescott, I think, two years ago. Right. He had that pretty nasty dislocation. But that was tibia, wasn't it? Well, he was open. That was, he was an open, open fracture. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, It was yeah, open, exactly. but it was closed under his uniform. Kind of. I don't think he had any bone showing yeah. on camera, sure. but, it, but it was open. Oh, yeah. still open fracture. Yeah. So a little different story in that regard, right? That complicates Alex, it a little more, yeah. Alex Smith, right? Like, also open. Dis- and, and Alex Smith is... That was a Whoa. a whole nother yeah whole nother nightmare of right. open fracture tibia into the dirt you know <laughs> oh, um, you know and it's like that's 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 bad it, it, enough in itself and then when you know he became he got infected and had to have yeah, the that, hardware that was, removed that's the nightmare you dread right, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and then I, we I talked about Kenyon Drake last year yeah, we did with yeah. him and, and similar deal right yeah he had a similar injury you know kind of similar thing and then to go back with the Alex Smith thing was also weird I think. I could be totally wrong, but I think he his injury occurred on the anniversary of the Joe Theismann injury, yes. which is on the same yard line. On the yeah, same final score. As a Good. Commanders fan, Doctor Brent might know this very well yes, more than I, I do. do. I do, but as a Commanders fan, <laughs> as a Commanders fan, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was. It was I think it was, it was a lot of similarities in dates and like numbers were like really. It might have been the same team. I'm not sure. Was I, think the the same, <laughs> I think it was the same. I think it was. I think it was same team, same yard line, yeah. the same day, like whatever, 25 yeah. years later, yeah. whatever it was. But it was, it was That's wild. That's scary. Yeah. 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 You can't make that stuff up. Sports, man. Yeah. FedEx field doesn't have a good, one side of the field is not that good on quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, but. Well, FedEx field almost took out Jalen Hurts last year. You remember that? Yeah. The, the gate fell down yeah. on him or yeah, almost fell on him. Jalen yeah. Hurts was picking up fans off the field. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, on the, the way out apart. in the tunnel, he was kind of walking out, kind of doing some handshakes, and people were leaning, and the gate fell off, and people yeah, just listen, fell down. Washington's in shambles. <laughs> let's just let's just leave it at that. The team, the stadium, the owner. Uh, yeah, yeah there's, well, there's some trouble down look there past right all now. That. Right now, yeah, <laughs> so, get back on track. So you kind of mentioned something before, Doctor Brand. I'm going to kind of circle back. It's a little off topic, but you mentioned something about the fibula and how it's not a super weight bearing bone in that regard. And we're talking about quarterbacks and stuff. And I think historically there's been some stories or some cases in the past where quarterbacks may have played with a fractured fibula. I think I'm stretching here. I'm going to go back to like Tim Tebow in college, I think he did. Oh, did he? I think Donovan McNabb was also uh, in the book saying that he may have. But I know Tim Tebow was a big, big case that he he fractured his fibula. And if kids continue the game, played the next game, something along those lines. Correct me. I'm, I'm not, you know. I'm and it could the, have been. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like where I was saying about stability. And it depends on where that fracture is and how that fracture affects stability of the ankle. So if it was, if that fracture was a little transverse fracture below the level of the ankle, I mean, maybe you can brace that, tape that. I mean, tape it up like crazy. And you you, you could probably do it. You know, if it's if it's at the level of the ankle, a little spiral oblique at the level of the ankle, that, that can pose some instability. If it's higher above the synosmosis, there's going to be that's, you, that, that's unstable. You know, right. you, uh, the, you know, you can't play on that. But it, depending on the fracture itself, um, you know, technically good. Or they might have even had avulsion fractures, and it could have been, you know, out and said, "Oh, yeah, they have these, you know, right. fractures broke his ankle." Sprain, but, but, you know, which yeah, you treat as a sprain. Yeah. yeah. I thought you're going the direction to allowance, right? Like, well, like, that too. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's another story too, and he was a short turnaround with an ankle fracture. Came right. back, played in that Super Bowl, but I mean that was kind of like what we talked about last time: is that these guys, their job is to heal, and he he basically lived in one of those like hyperbaric chambers. Yeah. And that's like 
that's almost 20 years ago now. I was in 04. Right. We're in 2022 now. Holy a, crap. You know, it's really crazy to think about right. that. <laughs> like, I'm curious to see what that caliber of an athlete in that situation could do now. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Is there? I mean, no matter what, it's you, you got to give the body a chance right. to heal. It, it really comes down to how that fracture is, where it is, and, right. and what stability, you know, is involved. Right. This involved the synosmosis, so you know it's unstable, so you know. And he was fixed on Monday. Monday, yeah. 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 So that's yes. Yeah, today's Tuesday, so that was yesterday. Yep. So that that brings me to my next question. Right. And so he's fixed Monday. Monday is the day after the right. Sunday right? of week two. And they're saying he's out for the season. Done. Done for the season. N- not just regular season, but let's say they make a run. Let's say let's say Garoppolo plays great and they make a run, they're in the playoffs and they go somewhere. Like Six weeks yeah, to heal. You already called him out. Yeah, maybe eight weeks to heal. Like, is that really done for the season? I was surprised they they set out for the season. I, I I would have thought you know if if they 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 ended up in a playoff run and they want you know plug him back in the way they used to with Garoppolo and have him kind of come in on those little, you know the wildcat plays. Right, or, right, right, right. Change of pace plays. I I I thought they would have left that open because really it's like. If that heals up and that's stable, it's, you know, it was and, his and ACL. eight weeks or right. so, I mean, he really, it's possible. It's a 17, right? 17 10 weeks? 17, or 18, 18, 18 weeks 18 now. Week season. 18 yeah. weeks season. I mean, maybe after week two. two. <laughs> maybe it's just that they're, they're trying sick. to preserve yeah. him as, you know, the he, he was their guy. pick and they're, he's, he's their pick going forward and he's their guy and they want to just like make sure that he's... He's solid and set and stable, but right. I was surprised out for the year on that. Yeah, legitimately. And then that, that's why he asked the question. I, yeah. I was like, really? And like, maybe it's right. more involved than what we thought. Right. Yeah. Maybe it was maybe it was more ligaments. Right. You know, you know, uh, maybe the maybe the dislocation was a lot nastier like, than yeah. what we thought. But I mean, me thinking fibula and ligament disruption is fibula synosmosis. And I would think that within those 18 weeks of the season, he could yeah. come back towards the end. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Especially like like we said, these guys, their job is to rehab. I'm yeah. sure he's going to have an anti-gravity treadmill in his house. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like right. he's going to be rehabbing six hours, eight hours a day. Yeah. You know, if, if it might make you better, he's doing it right. Like, yeah. Like they, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I was think surprised. I was reading today. They were, they were trying to figure out the logistics of where he's doing his rehab. And, you know, I think the 49ers want him to stay in the San Francisco area to be around will. the team. And, you know, it makes sense because his job to get better now and why not be around the team learn whatever you can mental reps wise yeah and also fixing it the day after too so it's like they they rushed into it fixing it sometimes it's like you know you fix it the day of or you fix it you know a week you know right. 10 days five well, you know five seven days down the road a week later right like wasn't no 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 you're right day it was, was the next day. day after so why rush into it yeah, when he's really you know it's like Typically, you know, if I see somebody in the office, they come in from the, with a splint and it's like, you know, they're two days, three days out. You know, we'll give it no we'll give it three, four days, yeah. five days, seven days. Right. Let the swelling go down. Sure. Make sure when I when I put everything in there, I can close it up. Right. That's, that's one of the few disasters you right. got to make sure to avoid. Right. So you rush him back. You know, you do it the next day where he's maximally swollen. Worst time. You know, if you're if you're not thinking about getting him back, you know, maybe that week earlier or whatever. Yeah. Why rush him in and do it the next day? I, T- typically, just my thought. So, so unless he, he was very lucky and there wasn't a ton of swelling, typically one of the settings has been, you know, get to it within 24 hours or yeah. wait a week. Like, like, right. like yeah. you don't want to do it when it's at maximal swelling. Right. Uh, won't break down. Won't to hiss. Right. Like, and that creates a whole another set of issues. And, and like surprising. Yeah. It's a really good point. That's so, really good. you know, it's like, did they, did they put him on IR? 
I think so. Yeah, I think I they. I would imagine. I, I yeah, think they, they did. I think they ruled them out. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean out for the season, right? IR is. I think it's out for a minimum amount of weeks. Yeah, four weeks. I thought. I think. Yeah. So I think I'm IR wrong. is a minimum of four weeks right, right now. Yeah. I think they changed that a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if they're doing well and, and Garoppolo, his head's on, heads with the team and he, you know, they're doing well, it's, then they might bring him back towards the end and kind of, you know, put him in for those sporadic plays like, like he started. Start there. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, exactly. those goal line, you know, maybe he'll, maybe he takes it and runs. Maybe he, you know. His wildcats. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised they put him back in. You know, at some point, I, I I don't think that that is a season-ending injury. If it's what I would imagine, saying fibula, syndesmosis. And right. again, based off the information we've received, we don't have access we don't, to the yeah. real stuff. Right. Yeah. We yeah. just got you know, the ESPN report with the quotations of the fibula di- yeah. uh, fracture and ligament disruption. That's, that's yeah, and what we're basing all this on. In all right. reality, you know. Yeah, is when will he be perfect 100%? Yeah, it might be four months, six months, you right. know, but stable enough that if you had to go out there and do it, right. you know, he, he could probably push it to the end of the year, but uh, you play it safe with your franchise guy, maybe. You know? that, that's what right. might be the driving force behind this. They may just say, hey, this is our franchise guy. He's got a lot of years ahead of him yeah. that we want to rely on him, and, and we're just not going to push him at all. But, but again, you know, if they're playing well, and I feel like it, it's a good team, dude, you know, really good team. Yeah. Last year was a little bit of a down year, but, but before that, weren't they Super Bowl team the year before that? Yeah, they or, went to, they went. With, uh, with Jimmy G. Yeah, with Jimmy went, G. Yeah, Jimmy yep. G took them. Like, like there's, there's, most of that core is still there. You, it's, I don't know. I found it surprising that they yeah, would say. Yeah, some of them, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, I mean, they've got right. some really good guys. Right. Um, Elijah Mitchell also hurt, but but not not to the same level, right? I mean, they've always had a good good running back room, though. I mean, any running back, if you give him Mostert's gone. Yeah, Mostert's gone now. He's with Miami, I believe. Miami, yeah. Um, But, I mean, like, you know, you give any of those running backs a full 16, 17-game slate, I think they're over 1,000 yards. You know, they're doing big things. Debo's the best of the bunch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's 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 everywhere. Yeah. So Kittle. Kittle, yeah. yeah, I mean, Kittle's out now, but he's out now, you know. but he's legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Rumors him, that he was fantasy. almost, almost playing this week. Um, but that groin still—they're trying to preserve him a little one bit. One of those annoying, of, lingering, yeah. pain in the butt type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's on my fantasy team. Same. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's on my <laughs> fantasy team. Oh, I don't even know which league. I'm in three <laughs> leagues. I'm in three <laughs> leagues. <laughs> I don't know. I know I got him on one or two. All right. So, so you're at the game. You see Trey Lance go down. You see you see his uh, ankle point, pointing due east when it's supposed to be pointing due north. And you're like, I know what's going on here. And you run out there and you're tapping away, pain right over the bone and all that stuff. And what happens next? Yeah, so he's going to be, you know, immediately, you know, non-weight bearing. You reduce him. You put him in a little air cast, you know, out there. And then he's he, you know, he gets carted off, goes to the locker room, gets probably gets x-rays back in there and you know what you're dealing with at that point and he's going to be you know splinted boot whatever it is non-weight bearing crutches and right. it's going to be you know get your mri in the morning check all the ligaments and i mean right. like i said these Can guys are tell? getting mris off the bat right yeah so yeah so and and no matter what you're right you know it's like it's like a bomb right yeah mm-hmm. and, and if there's a lot of you know i i wonder i wonder how you know when they kind of pull the trigger on them around these guys, because if it's if it's obviously it's widened and it's gapped out, you know, in that medial gutter and this yeah. neck, 
do you get do they always get the MRI and say you know is the is the deltoid involved yeah. is, this, is is it just an osmosis yeah. it, you and I, I bet know they do. and like it's standard practice like at that point you're you're doing x-rays you see what it is and you're doing your surgery I, I, I know, yeah, you I'm, know I'm not doing an MRI in that scenario right. Right. But, but yeah but I, I wonder I wonder what, what if those guys are you know what I don't think well there could have been time you know but I, I, did, I didn't hear about an MRI, right, you know, right. but, um, you know, those guys, I, I just assume that they're getting MRIs or, or, or a CT for everything to miss nothing because right. those guys are. I could see a CT in this scenario. A lot of yeah. money involved yeah. in these yeah. cases, right? So. Are you doing any different? And this, this is more like, you know, we try to do the, 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 the show and the conversation more so like the average person would understand. But this actually be a little bit of a higher level question. Are you doing anything different? From a surgical standpoint, if you do an MRI in you know in that 24-hour period, and you say, oh yeah, no, his uh, you know whatever ligament you know ATFL is torn or CFL is torn, or is the surgery exactly the same regardless? The only thing I think for me would be a little different is if I got the you know if I had an MRI and it showed the deltoid was completely ruptured, which is like the the medial side, the inside of the ankle from right. the tibia you know to the talus and the calcaneus. So. Most of the time, the deltoid heals up and scars in really well. But if it's completely ruptured, you know, which in this case, you know, in, in where, the, where the tibia is intact, the medial malleolus wasn't fractured, you could have a rupture of the deltoid. And, and so when I, go to, when I go through these, you know, we fix the fibula first, and then right. we go in and we stress it. And then we look, and if it gaps out the syndesmosis, yeah. you know, we fix the syndesmosis. We clamp it, get it into where we want it to be, put a little screw or a tightrope across there these guys are going to get more of the flexible repairs that you know a right. tightrope a little cinch it down a little bit like a suture repair you know and then after that so we like where it's at we look at it we look at an ap we look at a medial big different views on x-ray and then we and then i'll i'll try to stress it a little bit more and, and if if the ankle gaps open on the inside enough you know then it's you know, sometimes I make a small incision over that that uh, the medial malleolus, the inside of the ankle, and repair that ligament primarily. So, so down to medial malleolus, not where, not the insertion, but the origin, and, and then you'll you'll actually repair that. Yeah, you know, and and most of the time, most of the time you don't need to. That yeah. that can stretch out pretty good. Yeah, I've I've never done it. I will say there have been times where it's a little less fulfilling, like pretty loose ankle, and and, and it's, it's crossed yeah. my mind like, is this a possibility? Like, is something I should be doing. Yeah, so you just you know you go down a little checklist of things you do. You you know you fix one, then you stress it, then you fix. And that's how I explain it to patients too. I say I'm gonna kind of go down the line. If you know I'll fix this, I'll stress this. If that if that opens up, we'll fix that. Mm -hmm. You know then we then after that's fixed, we stress the next part. If that opens up, we fix that. If it's not, we leave it. We're good. Go on. Yeah. You know so that the only thing you know to answer your question, I think. Probably the only thing that you know could be a surprise in that would be the deltoid yeah. on the inside of the ankle. And, and if, if on the X-ray you see the medial malleolus is really just flapping in the wind, yeah. then typically the deltoid ligament's intact. That's how the medial medial malleolus right. yeah. got pulled off or knocked off. And, and sometimes you can be surprised. You get a CT scan or an MRI, and it's like these little you know. Uh, there can be some little anterior or posterior fractures on, on the tibia where it evolved off, yeah. you know, and they can be pretty displaced. And it's like they, they do not show up on an X-ray. They're not read by radiology on X-ray. That's true. Like, right, right, right. There are little there are little fragments in there, and that's why I, I assume that got the CT. These guys are going to get some. They're they yeah. gonna, they're going to get advanced imaging for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know, no matter what. And those little fragments and things that you kind of mentioned aren't something that you would want to find out day of surgery while you're going in there. You're like, oh, sometimes you don't see it. 
Right. Yeah, sometimes you don't see it because soft tissue is covered, or it's like, or you look in, you know, it's in the yeah, joint. If you, if you get in there and see this irregularly fractured, yeah. it's like, well, how how deep does this go? Where does this, you know, what is that could be a nightmare. So I, I'm. I'm assuming these guys are always going to have some sort right. of advanced imaging just to yeah. just to make sure. So uh, they're so worth too much. Little, little, little story time, yeah, no, little, little different. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's typically standard. Sometimes, when if you're fixing, you know, kind of your regular low energy um, bimalleolar, which is so both sides to the, the prominence on the inside portion of your ankle and prominence on the outside of your mm -hmm. ankle fracture to open up and inspect the joint at least at least for me my training typically wasn't and the chairman of the orthopedic department so and, and, and who also happened to be the chairman of my residency he would every time he, he didn't operate that much but he believed we got to check we got to check and then you know it was so beaten into me that you know you don't you don't need to do this you don't need to do this and then we did because i did a case with him and all of a sudden we're pulling out big fragments of bone and and he's irrigating that washing it out while we're you know we open it up and we're irrigating it out and big chunks of bone are flopping out not not chunks of bone that we need chunks of bone that could potentially be an issue right later and i and i was like yeah all right i get it you've made your point like like this <laughs> maybe is something worth it so i do i i absolutely can see the value especially in that setting you know just high level athlete to get some sort of high level imaging whether it's going to be an mri which i think is going to look like just going to be edema everywhere and it's right. going to be a little bit hard to interpret or a ct which is going to give you some great detail on the bone that's there. Right. All, right. all right yeah you don't want to go through all that do the whole procedure and you know eight weeks ten weeks down the road it's, there's, there's clicking and popping because yeah. a little loose fragment in yeah. there it's all like, right we're going back we're going to scope we're going to uh, yeah i'm sure they're i'm sure they're checking they're double checking yeah. yeah so i mean i guess we're at a point now where like it's just a matter of we hope everything goes well you know obviously for the, just the general health of this this athlete here young potential superstar in the NFL to kind of circle back a little bit take a different angle of like so like Dr. Frey was saying you're on the sideline it happens um, you see it is there anything else like big like oh man this is not a good case if like something that you would go out there you saw Trey Lansing was like I don't know maybe acute compartment syndrome other things like that you know maybe like that are like this is where good things question. are hitting the fan. This is not a good sign. And you kind of go down the Alex Smith road of where sort of your atypical issue that you're really yeah. worried about right. some sort of disaster. That I mean, obviously you gotta, you gotta look and make sure like, like, you know, like Dak Prescott, you don't want to, you know, there, Timmy there could be some, the open, there, there could be some right. opening, you know, it's like if, if the, if the bone protrudes through the skin, you know, and you have an open fracture, that's a whole new nightmare. Right. Right. You know, and yeah, you can you can end up with you know compartment syndrome right. following something like this. It's, it's it's a possibility. You can also get some you know in in, in a dislocation, you can get you know neurovascular impingement, yeah, and it so can cut off yeah. cut off blood supply, can cut off that nerve supply right. uh, or or nerve innervation, and you know you can even get sometimes. The you know a tendon can get trapped and and kind of slip out of place and right. get stuck into the mm -hmm. medial gutter of the ankle and it's like and then when you reduce you try to get things lined right, up you now, can't now get you, it reduced yeah. and you have to open it to kind of reduce some things so yeah, yeah I mean it's it's it could, there, right? there's there's a whole there's, strange things there's happen. a whole thing you know a couple of things you can look at which which could be more complicated yeah right yeah and I think it's just interesting you know as like we mentioned last week I'm I'm back in the more traditional athletic training role now so it's like oh man if I come across one of these on the field what are we doing any differently other than, you know, the vacuum splint and get them off, you know, you at, from my standpoint, it's ship them safely, get, get them into the, you know, ambulance or whatever. And they got to go yep, stabilize, right. but it's a matter of getting them safely into that spot and not missing anything, you know, 
again, if those atypical things happen, you don't want to miss anything like that. Um, so I think, again, with this, and that's why, you know, as athletic trainer watching football, it's always different when you're um, on a Sunday, I'm watching Red Zone and every all the, the games are changing. And then you see Trey Lance going off an air cast. I'm like, oh, he broke something. Something is definitely fractured. It's not looking right. good. I, d- I didn't see the injury video, I don't think, till this morning when we, you know, I prepped the, prepped the little outline we do here. And it was just like, oh. Yeah, like that. That's not. That's a little unfortunate to kind of get in those in those situations. I, th- um, I think the most likely complication you now that is a, right. a, a, you know, the possibility of open fracture, and I think it's almost blown off sometimes because people think open fracture, compound fracture, big wide open, blood everywhere, horrible. This, and then in reality, sometimes it's just this tiny little poke, right? Like right. A little, and, right. And, and it doesn't people are like, take much. No, it's okay. It's a little abrasion. And then, and then you go and you get in the seat and it's like trickle blood, trickle blood, trickle blood. Just, right. just keeps going. It doesn't, it doesn't clot off. And that's one of, one of our first clues. Like, oh, mm. my God. And it's just trickle, trickle, trickle. And it, it doesn't, sometimes it's, it's not just a little abrasion. It's, it is actually pretty benign looking, but it, it's an open fracture. Right. And, and not that, you know, and times are changing, right? Some of the data is changing, but it does change your algorithm a little bit. Right. right? It used to be right to the OR, wash it out, you know, and uh, but nowadays you can fix it on setting, antibiotics, it's a little different, but you at least have to acknowledge it and address it. You can't right. just pretend it's not there, right? Then it's also interesting, I think, too, is like, you know, being an athletic trainer in the in the sidelines more in the locker room. Athletes like this thing of wearing multiple socks. They, you know, you know, football. They got the game sock, the regular sock, and you have to have a different level so the colors coordinate well. And then, you know, similar to what we mentioned before, Dak Prescott was an open fracture, but you didn't see it on TV because he had the leggings and socks and everything else. Yeah. So another thing to check too, like you know, yeah, you may not be able to see the skin. Take that stuff off. Take it off. Cut yeah. it off. Cut do it whatever off. you got. See what you're working with here. You know, and you know, Dr. Brent and I briefly discussed. In the open fracture, it did occur this past weekend in uh, college cool. football. At Texas, Texas Tech, Texas Tech oh, a line, linebacker. We we did find a video and we kind of briefly watched it a little bit. So it kind of that ties why you were waiting for me while I was stuck in the R. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, <Yes>. man. <laughs> <laughs> you know we had to, we take take the Twitter and see what's going on there. But yeah, you know same thing. It, I mean that was, in my opinion, you know from seeing open fractures on you know public television and stuff like that. I mean, the biggest one was the college basketball a few years back. Yeah. That was pretty significant, and yeah. that was a lot of bone out. Right. This one, There's been a this few past of those. weekend, the Texas Tech wasn't too much bone, I would say. I mean, you saw Bobby, some what? Yeah, you could you, see you it. You could oh, see really? it. And then yeah, planted it into the dirt. Oh, and, and, and it was it went, a bad one. Yeah, it was nasty, yeah. He got I'll, rolled I'll up on. that guy, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah and you know when that, when that bone right. pops out, and hits that dirt. I mean, there's there's certain bacteria in the dirt, and it's just like you know, yeah, that's and turf when, is when not it opens up that much, where the thing. where the medullary canal of your tibia is hitting the dirt, you're right. you're in trouble. Trouble, right? Yeah, right. that's that's trouble. You don't want to touch. You know, astroturf what? is not the most sanitary item yeah, or right. area or surface you want to touch an open bone to for sure. One of the docs I used to work with, and and he's kind of right. Um, you know, like when you see patients and they have bigger injuries such such, such as this, he'd be like, you know, it's like, you know, we, we and nowadays it's become somewhat run of the mill and everyone thinks everything's going to be okay. It's like, but think back, look at, look at a picture from the Civil War and half the people like, you know, leg, he's got a cane, this guy's got a crutches, like, 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 it's a big deal. Stuff goes wrong and like, those are the injuries that go in that direction. Right. Like, it's, 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 it, 
Oh, yeah. You hope it's not. You address it. You do everything you can. But you can do everything right and still it can go down that road. It's, 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 yeah. And that's Alex kind of Smith. We, yeah, Alex Smith. Right? Right? Yeah. I was going to say mean, the he, same thing. They, yeah. He almost lost. I mean, yeah. very he, close. Right? Yeah, they, they almost lost his leg. I mean, that, that was. I, you know, I honestly think. I think Robin West was one of the docs I was on, on at that point in time. She's an excellent, excellent sports medicine doctor. And I honestly think, though, at some point, if it's the average individual as opposed to Alex Smith, once you get to that many surgeries, really the right answer is amputation. And, and um, an argument can be made the other way, but usually it's, it turns into a lifetime of misery if, if you don't go in that. And I hope for his sake it doesn't. But, but like... How many surgeries? Like twenty-something surgeries, or something like right? That? Yeah, I mean, he's got a different level of treatment. True. You know, I f- yeah. I, I feel like them. You know, than what people are willing to go through. You right. know, on, on both sides of right. it. You know, it's a lot of take on. Back and yeah. Played. Right. He came back and played. I know. That's played. what I mean. He came back and, and went to the. He played in the NFL with 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 those muscle flaps and right. tissue. I mean, shocking. It, it's a great, amazing. And he's even he's even got his own new uh, slipper commercial now, You're where he's me. walking in. You know, you can see his flaps. And you can oh see really? His, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did not see that either. That's that's kind of yeah. He's got a commercial. He's got a right. commercial. Where you can see those skin flaps, and you can see that it's wild. All it's right, so amazing. Then to roll this over to tie make make a little connection here. Like we're talking about Alex Smith, and you know, extraordinary that he ever got back. He did get back. He did play a little bit, which is almost like like checkbox. I did it. Like I wasn't supposed to be able to do this, and I did right. it, and, and reasonably well, right? What about Trey Lance, right? What, what do you think his future looks like? Is it just as bright as it ever was, or is it, or is there a little bit of a red line across there? Like, oh, well, we hope so. Yeah, there's always there's always that question, you know. Of course, you know, anytime that you're having a surgery, you're getting operated on, you're opening up that skin, you're putting hardware in. It's like there's always that risk. There's always a risk in surgery. There's a risk of infection. There's a risk of things cannot heal exactly the way you want them to heal. Even, yeah. even if you put them in the perfect position. You and do everything right. Biology has to take over. Yep. You know, right. you, the body has to do what it's going to do. And the body has to, you know, do what you trust it to do. And, and I think by all accounts, he probably will heal perfectly fine. He, and he'll probably come back 100%. And... But there's always that chance. There's always a chance that his, you know, for whatever reason, his ligament doesn't quite heal as stable as you want it to heal. And that right. hardware or, you know, whatever you put in there doesn't quite hold up the way you want it to hold up. And, you know, you know, like we've talked about before, the ankle is so symmetrical and so sensitive to change that, you know, like we say, one, one millimeter of displacement is 40%, you know, incongruency of that articular surface. So... He could, he could, he could wear down, area. you know, that cartilage mm. quicker and easier and just, you know, have inflammation and pain in that joint. You know, it's possible. I, I think that if it's what I would think it is based off the reports, you know, he, he could come back 100%. I, I think he will. But do you, do you have the same feeling if two weeks from now there's a report that they took him back to the operating room to wash it out or something? Let's say the wound breaks down or something like, we were, you know, we didn't love the idea that he had the surgery, you know, a day later. Some people just don't swell a lot, and you can get away with it, and then it's great, it's awesome. And some people right. do, and it's a problem. So if if you have that secondary issue, are you still feeling quite as optimistic? No, that definitely further complicates things, and that could be, you know, why did they take him back? Was it because you know there was an abscess? Was it because there was 
you know, cellulitis and infection was, you know, is the hardware potentially, you know, infected? Then do you, do you remove that hardware? Do you just wash out that hardware? You know, is there, you know, an X fix involved at that point? And that, that absolutely can back up the whole, the whole plan. Legitimizes Um, the out for the rest of the season. Right. That's that's definitely out for the season. But I, I think that if everything goes smoothly, you know, there, then he could absolutely come back 100% from this. And I mean, you know, and to credit kind of his style of play, too, he's kind of like the more athletic quarterback. He's, right. he's in on the read Mobile. options. He's running. He's doing, I mean, he unfortunately got hurt on a kind of a quarterback designed run from what from what the reports are. And, you know, so it's it's good to hear that there's a chance that he comes back yeah. barring those complications I mean, and those things that, you know, could go go wrong. And it's a big part of his game, right? Yeah, to Dak have that Prescott, mobility. Dak Prescott yeah. kind of has the same game, yeah. you know, and he had Is an he open fracture dislocation. Now, well, I mean, he, he's, he still can move. Yeah. Um, he's not he's not just a pure pocket passer. No. Um, I think he still can move in the, you know, in camp. He was running around well. They said he had some days of some stiffness, right. you know, but he was when doing I, all right. When I watch him, I think like, oh man, he looks good. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know that the results are quite what they were pre-injury. And maybe maybe we're six months away from that or one year away from that. Or maybe then, it's just a different team. Then I but think, I've been you know, a little bit surprised. Then I think the sample size kind of skewed with that too, right? You know, he, he got his ankle injured two years ago. He did that. Then he came back last year with a pitch count because he had some shoulder inflammation, some shoulder things going on. Right. And then week one this year, he breaks his thumb. Right. It's like one of those guys, like, I mean, you just got hit with the injury stick so hard. It's like, all right, let's give him a time to like actually almost like, you know, granted a little change of pace, but like a pitcher who gets Tommy John, right? They finally have a time of those 12 months or so just to rehab and fix their body and get everything back. And then they come back way better. It's like, well, now you have all that time to actually kind of heal and get ready. And you're not trying to push and, hit the gas pedal so hard and you're trying to get back and you're pushing through some other minor things. You, you dislocate your ankle real bad like that. Prescott, you come back and now you trip maybe trying to not be so mobile and run around and trying to be a more pocket pass yeah, or throw more passes. unfortunate, yeah. Then right. your shoulder starts bottom. And then, you know, completely unfortunate, a defensive lineman helmet is in the way of your thumb. Like, what are you going to do? Like, I had two plays in a row. Yeah. It was two <laughs> in a row yeah. that happened, yeah. you know? No. You know, and I don't think I don't think Dak Prescott is a fragile guy. Not I know, at but all. it's like you know, two plays in a row. You know, just speed, think about throwing that, throwing it, you know, with the velocity he had and slamming into someone else's hand or helmet. I mean, right? That's just unfortunate. And it, it is interesting. I think the point that you made, Brandon, that you know, I actually remember making this point to to one of my closest friend growing up, who also happened to be my college roommate, uh, when, when I uh, wrestled in college and I, I tore my meniscus, and it's, it's actually. It's not everybody, but it's, it's a bigger number than you would expect that like for guys that have never been hurt and kind of go through the process and you're training all the time and you're mm-hmm. on, sort of on top of your game all the time. It's just go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. As soon as you have that downtime, it's the beginning of a downward spiral sometimes. Right. Because then even when you even if you bounce back from that injury, even if you're in great shape and that injury is not a factor anymore. Something else is deconditioned. Something else is weakened, right. and then the second injury happens, and it's it's almost surprising. I remember thinking like 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 once you get hurt, it's over, which is absolutely not a not at not all the truth. All. But right. but it does. You do see it happen yeah. sometimes, and I not to like mention the mental aspect. Right, sure. I mean, these guys. It's like you you've got to regain a hundred percent confidence right. in mm-hmm. that to come back and play at a hundred percent. Right, you know, after having a traumatic injury right you know it's nice and it's right. not it's easy it's in your head and that's you know? the same thing with trey lance right like he, if he's 
when he gets back to full 100% and he's in that situation, he's reading, doing a quarterback read. Is he going to trust Is he going to yeah. just give the ball off more often than keeping it? Is like, he going to uh, make that cut? Yeah. Is right. he going to try to juke? Is yeah. he going to, you know, is he going to go down? Yeah, yeah. It's going to affect you. You know, it's going to And if that's a big part of your game, are you the same player Absolutely. Right. That, now, that's where it gets really interesting. Right, so I'm going to put you on the spot, put you on, put you on the line here, and, um, and 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 you too as well. So let's assume everything goes as well as we could possibly hope for. He just got a surgery, and there are no issues. He heals from it, um, and even though they said after the season, there's no reason they can't go back on that. Do we see him again this year if they don't make the playoffs, or if, if they, they're if they're in contention? We'll, we'll just say that. Yeah, if, if they don't make the playoffs now, if they don't make the playoffs now, if they're if. If Jimmy G goes out there and doesn't care, right. yeah, no, they keep him out. But right. so even if even if they're you know they're in contention, it's it's week number fifteen or sixteen. If they've got a chance for the division, they have, they have a shot at it. Um, I bet they, I bet they do. Yeah. You know, I mean, and like I said, without knowing exactly what it is and cool. seeing and the X-ray, and that changes everything, and we don't you know, have that, it, we're, we're it, not privy to that. Like but. I said, if it's what I would imagine, yeah, you know, in my scenario, my mindset of, of hearing fabulous and osmosis, if they were really into it, I think they, they I, I, I would, I would, I would bet you see him in those, you know, just like spotty formations coming yeah. back. They activate him yeah. in like ten weeks. I you got know, you loud so. and clear. Shefty is a liar. What are, what are your thoughts? <laughs> no, I, I think I think it's very dependent on a lot of different things, right? Like like Dr. Brand said, playoff contention's big. And you know, also I think the play of Jimmy Garoppolo, like if they're if they're subpar and they still have a chance in the playoffs, yeah, that's yeah. A good he's point. not doing well. Right. Right? Like why not give it back to the your franchise quarterback that you you made it very clear all offseason that that's your guy, right? But if Garoppolo is lighting yeah. it up, then And he can come back and be the hero. Right. Yeah. Yeah, tape him up super good. I mean, yeah. layers of tape. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys, man. I think I, I think that if they play well, if they're right there in, in contention, I, I think we do see. Him and again. especially that's that's a big one. If 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 Garoppolo is struggling and yeah. they're in contention, yeah, yeah, he comes back. If there's some way, like I mean, that'd be interesting if, to see. To not right. discredit San Francisco at all, but they they always had a pretty good defensive unit too, right. and like they've always kind of. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo was arguably kind of a management quarterback where he can just manage a game he doesn't I don't like, think so I you know maybe I'm in the minority I think he's better than that I think he's a good right no and no but I think his his reputation is more or less of a, a management kind of style quarterback right. where the delicate flower quarterback right, right. You could know? be yeah yeah, yeah. 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 circle you. back to delicate flower right so I mean it, I think a lot of different things kind of play in the factor like we mentioned um and I think time will tell um I mean maybe they they're just super conservative and they're gonna let Jimmy G play the rest of the way and just say, hey, go do your thing. And whatever happens here happens. Yeah. Yeah. If we have success again, we have success. If not, we're just going to get you through. I mean, I I don't know the exact numbers or dates or whatever, but I think he's only on a one-year contract just to get yeah. him through Garoppolo this year. Garoppolo is? Yeah. Or, or? Garoppolo, yeah. yeah. It's going to be dependent on this on how this season goes. Where they stand yes. and how Garoppolo is playing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, how their divisions looked and who knows if, like, they could be. I mean, it's it has it's happened before where in the NFL a team with a losing record goes through the playoffs, and unfortunately, it's been the same division as the Niners when the, I think the Seahawks went in like seven nine and one that one year. You know, so you could make a random playoff push with just not the greatest team. You could, right. It could happen. Speaking of weak divisions, how about the NFC East? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. Not being weak though overall, like like not too bad. Giants two and zero. That's that weird. Happen? 
Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. That's uh, Brandon. Doctor Brandon's over here as a Commanders fan. It's like not the, <laughs> not the happiest top. I mean, hey, I mean they're one and one, right? Well, you know what? I'm 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 seeing like I said the full spectrum of Carson Wentz, the ups and the downs, and right. one one tremendous drive, one ultra maddening, frustrating yep. drive, and it's right. just like I. You know, sometimes I, it's like, okay, I give him credit. He bounced back from that. And then the next time it's like, well, you just you just did that in the last drive. How did you, how do you throw straight to that open defender? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and then, yeah, the Giants. The Giants, who I would have thought would have been the weakest of the division, 2-0. Right. How, what? I, 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 even I Carolina. Care. I thought Carolina. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it, it's maddening. But you know what? This is all I know. This is, this is all I know is the basement. <laughs> We're digging uh, deep here. Uh, you know, this is, yeah. Does the Whites get a little more credit now that Indianapolis has looked atrocious, right? Like, like we're all uh, like, Indianapolis yeah. could be pretty good. Once was their problem last year. And now he leaves Indianapolis and that, like, it looks horrendous. Like, it looks awful. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, maybe, maybe Whites wasn't the, the issue. Maybe yeah, he, you know? he kept them afloat. Like, I guess we'll see with uh, how it goes. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, as, as, inconsistent and as maddening as Carson Wentz has been he's thrown seven touchdowns in the first two games which yeah. I don't believe in the in franchise history right. a quarterback has come out and thrown seven touchdowns in the first two games shocking yeah they're they've not to say they're blowing people out and the defense can't stop anybody and I'm talking about Washington How? and no one wants Why? to hear about Washington Why no one but I, they, they should be Chase better Young's, they should be Chase Young's better. still not out still Chase not Young out. yeah hopefully in two weeks he's back yeah you know, that's a, that's a, a yeah. ACL last year a game changing um, plan that's definitely an X factor that, that yeah. kid there we'll see we'll see how it shakes out and here's something to think about back to Trey Lance and the 49ers um, what if Jimmy G comes out and just crushes it yeah to them so what? well well then we won't see Trey till next year at best, yeah. right? Like, if, does he does he does he start next year? It's rare, yeah, maybe, but it's rare. It's very rare. What if Jimmy G comes teams, out and takes him second round of the playoffs? It's rare that teams. Jimmy G took him to the Super Bowl two years ago, right? right. Like so then it's like to, right, and they so still what happens? He's got a good team, right? Does Trey Lance get another shot? I think he probably does. I do. I, I, and again, so I think it's it happens. Don't get me wrong. Look 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 at Tom Brady's start, right? Like it's rare that somebody loses their job to injury. It happens, don't get me wrong, but it's still pretty unusual. And right. especially in that scenario where- So he gets a shot. He, he gets, gets a, a shot. shot. I, I think the shot. contract stuff comes into play because I think he's only on a one-year deal for now. Yeah. I don't know. There's got to be a renewal. He's in still a higher-priced player. Right. Yeah. You know, he's going to be looking to make that kind of money. And I, I mean- and they hope for the best here. They have a lot invested in Trey Lance, just right. just stock wise. Right. I mean, he, he and like I said, you got to you got to you got to feed his ego, right, and make it known that he is their guy. Right. Right. You That's know? exactly right. If you right. don't, then then you then you fall apart. Then you then then you get that Carson Wentz syndrome. Right. That, you know the that Carson Carson Wentz, Wentz syndrome. syndrome. That's something. Well, yeah. I'm telling you, it's like uh, he, you know how do you how do you do what he did and then it's like I, I really think it messed with him when Nick Foles won the Super Bowl without right. him with him on the sidelines yeah it did you know and, and Foles was unbelievable it wasn't just like okay he was flawless he was amazing at that yeah. point yeah, yeah you know as an and, Eagles fan that was great yeah right. I tell you what that was fantastic to watch. I mean, not as an Eagles fan that was great yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a football fan that was tremendous yeah, I wouldn't say it's great <laughs> right. 
I mean, I, I rooted against Tom you Brady my whole life. Then. I wanted Tom Brady to always to lose. Right. You know, and that game, I wanted. You know, it's like you can do it. It's Tom. like you you almost wanted to root for Nick. I, I mean, I wanted to root for Nick Foles in that you game because it was that, his, his story, and he was he quit and came back and then beat Tom Brady and the you know the Philly special. It's like, it's like you know that's you yeah. know that's going to be a so movie. much to it. Yeah. It's it's it's, 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 it's incredible. If it's it, if it was any other team on earth, that would have been amazing. But sorry, man. You know that was. It was a dark day in my life, but <laughs> the complete opposite of mine. Right. I see. I, I was living in Philly. I proposed to my now wife that night after they won. Yeah. Like it was just crazy. Oh, the, the, the yeah. mother of her child. Oh, uh, yeah, the mother of my child that was just born three weeks ago. Yeah, like right. unbelievable stuff that happened in that that, that Super yep. Bowl run for me. So again, you know, you can't, kind of can't beat it. Um, I treated several injuries following that Super Bowl night. I, I know one Seriously? was- one was Drunken injuries? One was an Achilles rupture from someone jumping and celebrating so much, they tore their Achilles while celebrating that's the Eagles awesome. Super Bowl. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's not commitment. so awesome, but that's Isn't awesome. that crazy that like- That's hilariously- not, Think about that. Terribly awesome, not, not but, <laughs> but, but, but amazing though. Right. Um, so, you know, we kind of been going on and on about a bunch of different stuff tonight. Um, we kind of touch on some uh, different avenues, different things. We talked a lot of history and different things. Yeah. Um, just to kind of run down, since we have Dr. Brent here. Oh, yeah. Um, we do We're have some. Along, so let's, let's, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. We're here. Um, we do have some other foot and ankle related injuries um, that kind of came across the week two injury uh, reports here. A couple bigger names. We have James Conner from the Arizona Cardinals. Got oh, injured. Uh, former Steeler. Former Steeler. You know, um, cancer survivor cancer as well. Survivor. You know, he's, he, another another person awesome. with a great story, right? Yeah. Um, not not related to his ankle, but injured his ankle. Um, I tried to take a little dive tonight or today to find out what was going on. They didn't say much, just kind of ankle injury, out for the game, didn't return kind of deal. Tough we, guy, made a glass. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, interesting. Another in interesting story was Gabe Davis, a receiver from the Bills, sprained his ankle on the Saturday practice before the Monday night game. Yeah. Which is, you know, that that's unfortunate, you know. And that's a guy... Who's putting up? You want to talk about numbers? I forget what it was. He was in his last, his last couple games, games, last right? couple games yeah. like a bunch of touchdowns and in the playoffs last year. Yeah, carrying over into this year. I, I mean, think yeah. four or ten of his last catches were touchdowns or something like ridiculous. All he does is catch it just, Yeah, right. So you have him, and then another another big name, Jadavian Clowney, former first round pick um, for the Cleveland. Cleveland Browns out with it, out with an ankle injury. He was seen in a boot after the game. So Who kinda, picked him? Gabe Davis? No, Davian Clowney. The Titans round one, right? No. Was it Titans? I'm pretty sure. It was, I thought it was Commanders, wasn't he? No, no, no. no, no. no. Oh, I blew it. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. My, bad. my bad. My bad. No, no. I was a Titan. I'm pretty sure it was the Titans, <laughs> okay. right? My bad. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was Titans. Um, and yeah, I mean, the problem is like you know you have these. It's it's so common for these guys to have these inversion sprains, and you roll them over. And it's like if, if you if if you're going into a boot, you know, yeah, you're probably going to end up missing that, you know, the following week. And like, you know, Gabe Davis is like, you know, rolls his ankle on Saturday, and on a Sunday or on a Monday night game, you know, then he can't play Monday night. For me personally, on my fantasy team, I couldn't pick up a replacement player for him. Right. Because he was already on waivers. I don't know how that works. I think my commissioner is. So we'll have to look at that. But <laughs> plotting against you. But um, yeah, there. I know a, a, a lot this week, and it's just like I think that once you, if you see a player on the sideline, if they're if they're going on the sideline in a boot, it's you know they're they're missing at least at least a week. You think yeah. it's reasonable that that injury, you know, 
sprain two days later can't play or do you think that's pretty standard yeah i think it's probably that's what i mean i think it's probably going to be standard if they're in a boot on, if they're in a boot on saturday from from a from an injury on saturday that's you know if they get a monday night game it's almost guaranteed it's out. Yeah. you know yeah, I mean, the next week possible yeah. i think if you're in a situation where you roll your ankle to any extent on a saturday and you're on the injury report you're probably not going to make if you do some make some Monday minor night, right. something some minor, minor roll or something little tweak it's maybe something old that you can kind of deal with you have yeah. a, a chronic ankle thing and you know how to deal with it different story but like like kind of like you yeah. said if you're happening saturday unlikely for Monday. And i think night. he's, he's going to be a good player going forward yeah. they, they want to get him agree. more involved buffalo wants to get him more involved buffalo's tremendous <laughs> team you know, Buffalo this year. Holy wow. cow. They 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 are gonna win win the Super Bowl. They, I mean just don't check your fantasy if you play anybody eh, with Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Well oh, who, on the same who, team. Who Pittsburgh? Uh <laughs> heck no. I would love it, but it ain't happening. It's just, you know, stuff. Yeah, I mean happens. they've they've got they've got they've got some competition, but I mean yeah. Buffalo they're looks the favorite. They look they scary. Look great. Look very right? yeah. they're, they're, they're the favorite right now. They, of course there's gonna be a few teams. As much as I hate New England, New England's gonna uh, make a run, gonna make a push. Miami looked ridiculous, right? Oh yeah, Miami, crazy. Too, right? yeah. It's insane. It's so much speed, right? Yeah. Like, and it's gonna it's gonna pose a lot of problems. Yeah. Kansas City doesn't look bad again. Oh, of course so, not. So there's yeah. there's gonna be a few teams that are that are gonna contend in the Chargers. The Chargers. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's an, another name um, that I, I did write down here. Um, not related to foot and ankle, but you know the ribs of this. I, I know I talked to Dr. Frey about it briefly. Um, Justin Herbert went down with a rib cartilage fracture. Yeah. Right. Alvin Kamara is reported to have the same thing. Uh, running back from the Falcons, Damian Damian Williams, I believe his name is. Right. Same thing. It's just like these ribs are just kind of. So I'm, I'm actually curious. I'm going to ask you a question about, about those particular injuries. Now, I don't know if you know the answer to this. We, we talked about this before, kind of unusual injury, mm-hmm. rib cartilage injury, rib um, and we talked about it in, in, in terms of Mike Trout. Right. Is it kind of rearing its ugly head again, or is this a more of a standard rib injury, rib cartilage injury? Do you, I, don't, I don't know. If I'm you not know sure. The I mean, I think, well, and I know when I when I, I at least reached out to you about it, I was just like, it's odd to me personally. Like I've never really seen him talk about rib cartilage fracture injuries. Right. You know what I mean? So like I was like, oh, rib cartilage fracture. I didn't know you could, that would be just classified as a fracture to right. the rib cartilage. You know, I've always been. Rib fracture, think, or rib contusion, kind of deal. Like you either bruise them or you break them. I think this is a different injury, kind of like right. the other ed- edge of the other end of the rib right. uh, that they're talking about. But but I was I was a little bit curious when when you did mention that. What did they say um, the timeline was on on those guys? I, I think it's it's open ended right now. They don't really have. I think it's like kind of week to week kind of deal. Initially, from at least Justin Herbert's standpoint, it was like initial reports were uh, X rays were negative that night. So then it came out the next day that the rib cartilage was fractured or yeah. whatever those cases. And they was like, well, he's benefiting because they played Thursday night. He doesn't have a game until Sunday. He's got like, what's that, 10 days or so? so you know, so it's just sum that up quickly, you know, as, as the bone rib kind of goes around, wraps around, right. as it gets to the front, it, it, it makes uh, there's it makes a junction with basically cartilage. And then right. there's a piece of cartilage that kind of finishes out that, 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 that piece. And you can have an injury right where the bone becomes cartilage, right, right at that right. bone cartilage junction. And that would be invisible on an x-ray mm-hmm. because you don't see the cartilage on right. the x-ray. Right? Right. So, so, so it's invisible on the x-ray, but then there's tender at the, the right or wrong spot, depending on what you're, you're, how you're thinking about it. And, and, and so I suspect it's, it's that, but- right. um, Now I imagine it has to play a role. Bad. It, it has to play wrong. a role, right? Thinking about like, 
Alvin Kamara taking the ball and running right. up up into a defensive line versus right. a quarterback. Right. Yeah, but but Herbert really was. You see, when he after he got injured the oh. first time, he got hit twice. Yeah. You know, he really winced when he threw. Like he he, he I think he did a pump. Did fake. you say winced? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he winced. <laughs> I mean, he barely he could barely right? do a pump fake because yeah. like he was in so much pain. Yeah, right. You know, and it's like I have to imagine like the quarterback. I mean, they, they can wear a good uh, a big chest plate. Yeah. Right, you know, but then you know, to, to go with that yeah, too. Right. Right. Around. Right. You know, like he. That thing was that play. He did that pump fake. He kind of rolled out, did a pump fake. Winston Payne just tossed it out of bounds. Yeah. Then fourth down, he just threw a complete dart down the middle of the field. Yeah. And it was just like. Dude's amazing. Unbelievable. (laughs) But, all right, to to deal with the irony of this situation, right, is Herbert got put onto the spotlight because of a rib injury, right? Because the whole Tyrod Taylor situation. Oh, and the rib injury. Injection. Yeah. Injection. Yeah. the collapsed lung and stuff. And he's so, suing that doctor for yeah. five million. Yeah. And oddly enough, Taylor. same doctor. Get where he's coming. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never advocate for that, right? Right. 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 Sort of see where he's coming from. Yeah. And then oddly, the same doctor's treating Herbert now. Which is, is that right? That's. I did see an re- article about that, and I was just like, "What a circle of events, yeah. right? Like this rib <laughs> stuff is just it's it's on yeah. its own own thing here, but uh, yeah. it's a wobble. Very interesting. Um, so I think we kind of covered all kinds of different stuff tonight. Heck yeah, man. We, we went all over the board here. Dr. Brandt went out of his comfort zone. We talked about ribs all over the place in the <laughs> NFL, all different kinds of things. It was a fantastic show. Um, so before we go ahead and close out our tab here, we just want to thank our sponsors, Reconstructive Orthopedics for our eight locations and Focus on You approach for all your orthopedics needs, the Energy Lab, the region's premier sports performance destination, and Center here, located in Pittman, New Jersey, at the Total Turf Experience. Neck of the Woods Brewing Company, serving us the coldest beers all night while we, we produce this show for you folks. And lastly, Timber Rear Productions, who put this beautiful podcast together so we can get it out to you folks out there listening. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.